the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God rather than this world our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. Turn with us. I'm going to attempt to to conclude this series that I began back in January. So, uh, but now I want to go back and see if the Lord would let me finish this one up that I commenced way back first Sunday in January. This is about my seventh message or so in this particular series. So if the Lord says the same, we'll see if we can conclude it. Thy will be done. Amen. Have your Bibles. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. And then we want you to turn to Jeremiah 29, 11. Uh, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, one of my favorite verses, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And uh, this series that is entitled, once again, How to Make the Most of Your Year. A vision is an availing of God's plan for your life as you seek him through the word of God, through prayer and communion with him. How many of you all want God to give you a plan for this season in your life from him and that you want to fulfill that plan to the, fu- to the fullest? Amen. Well, a vision is an unveiling of God's plan for your life as you seek him through the word of God, a prayer and communion, only those who live holy before the Lord, only those who seek to hear his voice, only those who cry out to God for direction and acknowledge him in everything will be guided by the Lord into his perfect vision for your life. If your vision or plans does not emanate from the word of God, it will wither and die. That's critical. I reiterate, if your vision or plans does not emanate from the word of God, it will wither uh, and die. Whatever God has for you must be integrated with the word of God, the principles 
need to be biblical principles if you want to see a successful plan uh, carried out for your life. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. You'll not see God's plan fulfilled in your life leaning on your own understanding. The word of God says, in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. That's right. God has a path for your life. And if you listen to him and if you stay in the revelation, the word of God says in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, that's speaking right there of divine revelation. And if, if, if your plan is resting on God's divine revelation, you will see it by the grace of God come to fruition. Number one, if we are going to make the most of this year, it is critical that we have wisdom from God. You, you got to have wisdom if you want to see your plan, the, the plan of God for, for your life fulfilled. Uh, Proverbs 2, 6 says, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Uh, Proverbs 4, 7, 8 says, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. A lot, a lot of folks are getting a whole lot of things, but they're not getting wisdom. They're getting cars and uh, they're getting stuff. But they don't, they're not getting wisdom. You can have skills and not have wisdom. You can have intelligence and not have wisdom. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be smart and be a straight-A student and not have wisdom. <laughs> wisdom comes from God. James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom... You need to go to the wisdom giver. Let him ask of God who gives to all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. Oh, one of the greatest prayers you can pray is, Lord, give me wisdom in the issues of life. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the God-given ability to apply knowledge and skills to practical everyday living. This is the definition that the Lord has given me. Wisdom is the God-given ability to apply knowledge and skills to practical everyday living. It enables one to accurately judge what is just, accurately judge what is proper, useful, and best in the decision-making processes. We have decisions we make both small and great Every day of our lives, regardless of your age, it is also a mind that has been illuminated and enlightened by the Holy Spirit to see all of life from God's perspective. Man, that is awesome. That is absolutely staggering. It is a mind that has been illuminated and enlightened by the Holy Spirit to see all of life from God's perspective. You want to see it, see life through the lens of God uh, so that you won't be sucked into this world system, taken away from from the plan of God uh, for your life. Number two, if you're going to have the best year ever, it is imperative that you not have a distracted mind. Say distracted mind. A distracted mind is a mind that is lacking in concentration. It's a mind that is lacking. It's a mind that, that lacks in concentration. It is the inability to stay the course. 
A distractive mind and a person is one who fails to tough it out. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. A distracted mind is one who will not remain steadfast. A person who is distracted is often spaced out. They are unfocused and even scatterbrained. <laughs> and uh, you can't, you can't do one, want to do one thing today, another thing tomorrow. Next week, you're doing this. Somebody else say, well, why don't you do this? And another person in your life comes and says, well, you know, I would, you ought to do that. And you, you, they have you cuckoo. You cannot be all things to all people and live a successful life to the glory of God. There are a whole lot of folk waiting to tell you what you ought to do. But they, they're not God. God is God. So you got to have a made up mind. You can't be distracted in your thinking. A, a good passage on that is found in Luke chapter 10. If you have your Bibles, turn there, if you will. Uh, Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. It says, now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his words. But Martha was, that is, distracted, underline that, distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her, come into this kitchen and help me. Verse 41. And Jesus answered her, Martha. Martha, you are worried about and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. Listen, if your mind is habitually distracted, you will never reach your God-given potential for Christ. You have to have a made-up mind to follow Jesus. You have to have a made-up mind to carry out the plan of God that he has for your life. Your life is too short to be distracted by the things of this world. Number three, if you are going to see the, the vision of God, the plan of God carried out for your life, consider this. As we observe catastrophic events all around us, We must look unto Jesus who will not allow our lives to become paralyzed by fear. If it's not one thing, it's another. There are earthquakes, tornadoes, mudslides, fires, snowstorms, blizzards, uh, killings, war, rumors of wars, all kinds of things. And if you, if you allow yourself to be enveloped by CNN, Fox News, CNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, CKKPT, you are going to be fretful and scared out of your wits. Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. 
And if you focus on that stuff and if you live in bad news, bad news will get the best of you. We're not telling you to cut off the television and radio and get the iPods out of your ear and all that stuff just to, to deny you some pleasure. We're saying it that you would pull away from those things to draw near to Christ, like Fred just quoted in James 4, 7, to draw near to him, to spend time in his word, to spend time in prayer, to spend time with the Father so that you can get to the next level in him, see breakthroughs broken in your life and experience victory, the lights of which you have not seen at this point of your life. And if you pull away Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, getting rid of the noise and the bells and the whistles, you'll find yourself less fretful. Those three days when you do that, you'll find yourself less stressed out. And you'll find yourself with a soul that is fed and well-nourished because you pulled away. Isaiah 43, 1b and verse 2, fear not, I have redeemed you. How many of you know you're redeemed? Amen. I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You know the Lord knows your name. He said, and I love, I love this. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. I love that verse. You need to highlight it, bracket it, underline it, keep it. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Your troubles won't overtake you. When you walk through the fire, how many of you have been through some fire? Oh, my God, you shall not be burned. You will come out smelling good, nor shall the flame scorch you. I love what 2 Timothy 1, 7 says. You need to jot down every verse because you're going to need everything I'm giving you because the word of God is preparing you for now and the future. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. You scary cat, that's not of God. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Well, what is fear? I love definitions. I love definitions. Uh, Fear is to be timid. It is to be faint-hearted. You know know what fear is? Uh, It is to be weak-kneed. It is to be cowardly. It is to have anxiety or uneasiness of mind that comes from anticipating impending evil, threats, hostility, or calamities of life. Let me reiterate, because I know you're writing it down, so it can stay up there just a little bit longer. Fear is to be what? Timid? Faint-hearted? Huh? It is to be weak-kneed. It is to be cowardly. I'm throwing that weak need in there. Uh, um, It it is to have anxiety or uneasiness of mind that comes from anticipating impending evil, impending threats and hostilities, calamities of life. What are some examples of fear? Some people fear uh, flying in planes. That's why they drive. Uh, some, Some fear going to the doctor for fear of hearing the worst. Well, it's, it, it'll happen if you don't go. So you're not helping yourself by not going. You just, you just delay. Listen, you just delaying the inevitable. It's, it's, you need to go and go, especially we men. Amen. Say men. Go to the doctor. Now, the woman will think she's sick and she'll go. 
Don't y'all say amen. She just thinks she's sick. Doctor, doctor just give her a water pill and she feel better. <laughs> but we men, men are just, it's, it's something about men and doctors. We just don't get along too well. Number three, we fear job loss. How many of you, have, have you ever lost a job or had your job go away and God kept you without that job? Do I have a witness here? Anybody ever lost a job or found yourself all of a sudden unemployed for whatever the reason? Uh, maybe, maybe you acted a fool. And God's grace kept you in spite of your foolishness. Or uh, perhaps just the, they're just they let layoffs. Um, money's not coming in, whatever the reason. You had to, for different reasons. Uh, well, I may lose my job. God keeps you, not the job. God keeps you, not the job. Huh? That job is just a blessing, a means to, for, for money making, but, but you're not kept by that job. You're kept by God. Foreclosures or repossessions. Well, you will have foreclosures and repossession if you buy more than you can, can actually afford. Stay in your budget. Don't try to keep up with folk that you shouldn't be keeping up with. That's a good way out of that one. <laughs> Stay within your means. Amen. Be satisfied. Be content. Uh, foreclose. Yeah, you will foreclose buying all that stuff. Sometimes you don't need a new car. You just may need your own motor overhaul. You just don't want the car anymore. Amen. Fear that harm will come to your children. That's a real fear. Every time they walk out that door, they're not safe in school. They're not safe anywhere. They're not safe at the daycare. They're not safe anywhere. Things can happen anywhere at any time. Uh, a fear of test anxieties. You, you, you fear tests and you, the anxieties come on. And you're, not that you haven't prepared, you just, you, you're just scared. Seven, public, fear of public speaking. Uh, I called on Fred, he got on up here. He may have been scared, but he got on up here. <laughs> public speaking and praying. Number eight, revelation of past forgiven sins. Uh, you've been forgiven and you know some, so that's some folk that know your stuff. Even though you've been forgiven and you hope they don't ever surface in your life. But God knows how to keep them at bay. Amen. Uh, Fear of abandonment. Rejection. Fear of going out at night. And and, and that's something. The older you get, well, it's getting night. It it wasn't getting night when you were young. You know, all of a sudden it's old as night. We know it's still getting night. God took care of you and your foolishness in the night. Now you're walking with God and scared to go out in the night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know what many fear? Persecution for the cause of Christ. That's why you can't put your Bible on the desk. That's why you're scared to bless your food or you bless it in one second. Jesus wept. <laughs> Listen, you, 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 that's why you can't knock on a door. When we do outreach, knock it on doors, canvassing neighborhoods, and so forth. Uh, you you, 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 you want to fit in, but God doesn't call you to fit in. God calls you to a life of separation unto him. Some of you fear death. You don't want to die. You're doing everything to keep from dying. That's why you're exercising and doing all that stuff. Take, go on, exercise. Go on, go on. Stretch them up, puff them up, 
A, vitamin A, B, take every herb under the sun, goggle, do whatever you're going to do, you're going to die. Now, we got the hellfire coming. Now, take care of yourself. This is the temple of God. God wants you to take care of yourself. But as you take care of yourself, remember, as you take care of yourself, barring the rapture, you still going to die. So that's just the way it is. How many of y'all want to go to heaven? Everybody want to go to heaven, but who nobody wants to die. You, you're not going to get there unless a chain, flesh and blood cannot enter the kingdom of God. All y'all raise your hand. Oh, I want to go there. I don't want to die. I don't, don't want to go there. I want old gates of streets of gold. I don't want to die. I want to be my Jesus. I don't want to die. <laughs> you see all this going on. The people that are going on before. They don't, they're not worried about the troubles of this world. They're gone to be with the Lord. <laughs> Let me go on. You see, I'm talking about this fear business. Refuse to allow fear to keep you from fulfilling God's vision or plan for your life. Moses was afraid. Huh? Huh? You talking about I'm slow of speech and I can't do this and all that. Gideon was afraid. Esther, all, many saints. But all of them had to trust God by faith to overcome fears to accomplish their God-given assignments. Some of you have passed up jobs because you afraid you weren't competent enough. Some of you missed golden moments and golden opportunities because you're afraid. Scared to move, scared to step out of the boat. And God said, I want to bless you, but you got to have a measure of faith to get the blessing. You see, and fear, fear will keep you from your uh, fulfillment of the plan of God that he has for your life. Number four, if we're going to have the best year ever, it is crucial that you have a spirit of discernment. Say discernment, which is the ability to judge righteously, to be filled with spiritual insights in critical decisions. And to have the wisdom to distinguish or discriminate between truth and error. By this definition, we can see that discernment is vital in our lives so that we are not so easily deceived by the schemes, lies, and counterfeits from Satan. I reiterate, because that's just such a potent definition. Because we all need discernment if we're going to survive in this devilish world that's bent on entangling us to no end. Discernment, it, it, it is the ability to judge righteously, to be filled with spiritual insights in critical decisions, and to have the wisdom to distinguish or discriminate between truth and error. By this definition, we can see that discernment is vital in our lives so that we are not so easily deceived by the scheme, lies, and counterfeits from the devil. 1 John 4, 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit. You got to know God and you got to be full of the Holy Spirit. But test the spirits. There are a lot of demonic spirits out there. And the Holy Spirit will expose them if you walk in the Holy Ghost. Whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. You can't believe everything you see. You can't believe everything you hear. 
Let me tell you something. Everything that glitters isn't gold. Just because she's cute, man, don't mean she's right for you. You need a woman that's more than cute. You need a saved. You need her from the Lord for you. Huh? Same thing, ladies. He's handsome, well-built, curly locks. Listen, he'll drive, he'll drive you crazy. He'll keep his while you, you lose yours. In, in the dating process, you need discernment. What car are you going to buy? Should you drive that same jalopy two more years? Why you save up more money to not be in debt? Huh? You need discernment as to where you invest your, the Lord's monies in economic hard times. That's right. You need discernment uh, on your job, dealing with a difficult boss. You need discernment as to how to minister to your children, how to minister to a difficult husband, a difficult wife, a difficult sister, a difficult brother, a difficult in-law, a difficult neighbor. You need discernment how to tell somebody to keep your dog from messing on your lot. And leaves blowing in your yard after you've raked them. And you see, I can go on and on and on and on. You need discernment. I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have discernment, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. If you're gambling, you don't have discernment. That's right. You don't have discernment. Man, you know how many folks lost money on that Kansas game? Y'all like, like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Knocked out so quick, Vegas already in uproar. But you, you, listen, you foolish, gambling on sports and won't even tithe? You're not discerning. Number five, if you desire to make the most of this year, you must possess a reverential fear of God. Say reverential fear. Sadly, this kind of genuine fear has drastically declined in the Lord's church today to our detriment. The other fear we were talking about previously, that's like being a coward, timid, a spirit of fear that keep you from the plan and God's best for you. That's a fear to your detriment. And that's a that's a fear that wipes you out and leave you with all kinds of losses. But there is a healthy kind of fear, and it's called a reverential fear. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. I wonder when is the last time you said reverential fear? Scripture tells us that in order to live according to God's plan for our lives, we must be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. It also tells us that we must forget our past and look toward those things that are ahead. In addition to the gift of a brand new year, God has given us the gifts of keeping the past where it belongs and looking to the present and the future, doing new things in him that shall spring forth. Isn't that good news? If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more teachings by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.